Okay, welcome to MVP. We are Sports Illustrated Charlotte Wilder. And Jessica Smetana. And this is the Most Valuable Podcast. Brought to you by the Most Valuable Podcasters. Hey Jess. Hello Charlotte. How you doing? I'm I'm okay. Yeah, you're coming off an illness. I am getting over a, a illness, but I'm here uh, and I'm ready to record a podcast. I love that. That's great. We will I will bring as much energy as I possibly can. Thank you. And we will ride this wave. This is March, Charlotte. <laughs> this is March. It would feel very strange not to have a podcast come out at, at this juncture in uh, the March sports Madness. in the sports world. Well, first of all, yes. First of all, we're March Madness kicks off on Thursday, which is probably which is the day this comes out. So yeah. when you guys are well, listening. Uh right, cuz we're a Thursday podcast now. We are. Um there's just been so much news with signings, both in MLB and in NFL. Mm-hmm. We have some funny things to talk about. Uh, As always. Yeah. For, come on. And we're talking hot dogs today, too. Oh, yeah. We have uh, designed a hot dog with the di- three have, hot dogs. We have some behind-the-scenes hot dog stories. Which I don't know any better behind-the-scenes stories than those about hot dogs. So True. should be excited for that. Also, we called Deb, who says that she has something about animals mating she wants to talk about. Mm, which, that'll be. Yeah. Deb's my mom. Just, you know, someone the other day was like, wait, who's Deb? And I was like, my mom. She's just a lady that we Re- call. Yeah. <laughs> Real MVP VPs now. Uh, but first, we're going to start with March Madness, because this is the of course biggest thing going on right now. Have you filled out your bracket? I filled out a bracket. I need to fill out a bracket. More brackets. Do you usually fill out more than one bracket? In certain leagues, I'll fill out two to three. Wow. Um, it okay. depends how much the buy-in is, though. If it's like twenty dollars per bracket, maybe I won't do as many. But if it's like five or ten dollars, yeah, maybe I'll do more. Yeah. It always feels like kind of cheating, though, when you have multiple brackets because then people are like, "Oh, it's not fair," you know, blah blah blah. And right. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, I no, want to win money. Yeah, I don't think it's a I mean, if you're going for, like, purity, also, I'm trying to find my bracket now, and I'm like, where... The thing about all of the bracket bracket thing, this is the same thing with fantasy football. Yeah. There are two... We need one standard app that everyone uses. Like, I hate ESPN, CBS, Yahoo, like, I just need one. Which one do you use? Well, it depends on whoever organizes the thing. Because last year, yeah, last year I used ESPN, this year... I'm going to be honest, and this is going to make me sound like a total loser. I have not had the bandwidth to be like, okay, what are we doing? Who's doing what? So I just filled out a CBS bracket like alone on the website. Oh, that's very cute. Well, I was like, I have to fill one out, but I I wasn't, I'm like... I don't know. I feel like I only do these things when people when it comes to me, and like no one's come to me yet. Well, I'll come to you. You can, can join my can bracket, I join pool. Your bracket pool. Yes, you can. Is that the one with your dad? My dad is in one of them. Yes. Can I join the one with your dad? Yeah. Hi, Mark. It's always. Uh, I've never won any. I've I've joined my dad's like work league for multiple sports, <laughs> which and, is my favorite thing in the world. And <laughs> I I basically have given him fantasy advice for that league like his entire life. Mm-hmm. Um. And I've never won anything oh. in that league because well, it's it, really hard. They're all like Chicago people. They're all like sports nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I've never... The closest I've come was when I came in second in college. March Madness is hard. It's really hard. That's the point, though. And that was only because <laughs> I filled it out based on what what uniforms I liked. Well, I, I just think had Tennessee you, advancing because I liked the orange. I think if you go random, you're better off than if you try to use any type of strategy i agree because this year i kind of tried to do it was like half strategy half random it was mostly like i always get suckered into the seeds i'm like well there's no way a one seed could ever lose so like duke is winning my entire bracket and then i like picked a few upsets being like maybe this is gonna be the one yeah and okay but there is also that like i saw like chris falica tweet like if you have more than one one seed in your final four there has never been more than like three, so you won't like. There's no way that they'll all be correct. And I was like, yes, but if you choose all four <laughs> one seeds, you'll be guaranteed at least one or two. That's really make it to the final four. Would and those are worth more points. So wouldn't you just do that every time? Also, f- first of all, yes. Also, statistically, like one day there are going to be a bunch of one seeds in the final four, and I'm going to be the one who gets those. Yeah. My my problem with statistics is that I use. I'm like okay. Say there's a one in a hundred chance. Okay. Someone's got to be the one. Oh my god! Right. So it's like so I the t- thing about statistics is that you frame them in the way that you want to interpret. Exactly. 
I am just, I am the queen okay. of framing that. And um, also, I've always liked Duke, which is super. Why? No one hates that. Well, you know why? This is I because you're from Boston and you have to like everything that people hate. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, that's like a lot. My logic is that one of my when I was in middle school, one of my two of my best friends were really big Duke fans. So I was like, well, I don't have a team, whatever. Also, because everyone hates them. And so that's why you like them because everyone, Cause hates, everyone the Pats. hates them. Okay. And so I'm like, well, Are you a it's okay. Fan too? No. And that's where the logic falls apart. It's mm. like statistics. Cause I hate the Yankees okay. there. That's it. What about the Cowboys? Fuck the Cowboys. Mm, Excuse okay. me. Ooh. Ooh. Jess, is that you? Oh, Jess, what have you done? Um, I've been watching too much Veep. Yeah. I, Literally. Ch- Charlotte. I, my ins- I was I went <laughs> off on someone the other day about like something that was frustrating me that had happened and and I I just like pulled out was it the- about me no I'm just kidding never just about kidding. you I pulled out some really weird insults though yeah that show <laughs> that show got me to a point where I could drag people in a way that I didn't think was possible I it's I, I'm a little scared of what's coming if out you of haven't my watched mouth. Veep Veep the writers of Veep have created insults that are so creative yes uh, truly beautiful tr- creative and poetic and you s- will swear 10 times more than when you're not watching veep yeah it's <laughs> it's really incredible anyways anyway so back you to have March duke Madness. winning yeah. your little bracket my little bracket duke wins who wins your little bracket i have duke in one of mine i haven't i need to so who are up. your final four i picked all the one seeds because did I'm- you <laughs> Okay, here's the thing. A, like, I'm, like, sick and dying, and B, yeah. like, okay, not dying. That was, uh, I don't want people Wait, you're to not feeling think great. I'm dying. You're not feeling great. I'm, I was sick. Yeah. Um, and B, I, I haven't watched any college, like, this year, Notre Dame wasn't very good because mm-hmm. they were young and not, just not very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and normally when they're in the tournament, that gives me a reason to watch mm-hmm. a lot more college basketball during the season. Mm-hmm. This year, I just didn't watch a lot because I... Didn't really have a horse in the race, yeah. so to speak. I girl, I get it. I I never so, have a horse in the race, and so I really never watch that much college basketball. And the only reason <laughs> the only reason I watch college football is now because you do. Oh, so I'm, I've never you. been a huge college sports person. So March Madness for me is always like picking out of a hat. Mm. Except then I get super into it, and then I think I'm an expert for those four weeks yeah. or three weeks, which everybody does. I normally I feel just like. listen to like whatever the the smart people on like well like quote unquote smart people right. on the internet or like on ESPN or CBS say, and like normally they're just as right as like just as right or wrong as anyone exactly. else. Like no one thought Loyola was going to be in the Final Four last year. No, so you know you just gotta. Take it all. Yeah, it, I'm just like enjoy the chaos. If you win, you're very lucky. If you win and you think it's because you're really smart, good for you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so speaking of brackets, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what. So the next thing on our little, our little docket, <laughs> is uh, that ESPN leaked the women's bracket four hours before it was supposed to come out. Yeah, which is sad because all of these schools like Rutgers, who I think had never made a tournament before or never. Well, I think they had never made a tournament before. I don't remember exactly, but they had a they were throwing a big party. Yeah, for fans to celebrate with the team. Oregon had a big party they were going to throw cuz they're they were the two seed yep. this year. Um And then the huge upset, well not huge upset, but Yukon isn't the number 1 seed. Yeah, for the first time two. in forever. Yeah, in like 15 million years, they're <laughs> not and so that would have been cool to see it revealed and Yeah. But instead, everyone was like, oh, okay, so the one time there's like an actual surprise, you guys just completely- I don't understand how this happens, because it seems like um, that information should be guarded very closely. Yeah, I feel like what happens is there's some sort... I mean, first of all, the graphics team has to get it already. Like, mm-hmm. the producers need to have it teed up, and then you know, one person pushes one wrong button and it shows up on a sidebar in your TV. But how did no one notice, like, right away? Like, oh. And then pull it? Yeah. That's what I don't oh, know. Oh, Louisville's a one seed? This must be the women's side. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Notre Dame? No. What? <laughs> oh, must be the women's bracket. Uh, that's that's what I don't understand. Um, I don't know how you fix this. My, I, At first, I was sort of thinking, like, well, maybe just only tell like the one graphics guy but clearly you know tv is so many moving parts that's not imagine if they did this with like the college football playoff rankings like people would espn probably lost a lot of money off their show i mean maybe not because they don't really spend that much money on 
the rights to the women's yeah. uh, tournament anyways. No, but. but if this had been, yeah, if this had been the playoff, oh my God, people that would have been lost their fucking Armageddon. Minds. Yeah. Actually. Uh, Brandon, who do you, have you filled out a March bracket yet? Producer Brandon? March, March bracket. March, <laughs> <laughs> March bracket. Yes, I have. Who do you have winning? Uh, Duke. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but in my final four, I have Duke, Marquette, North Carolina and fine uh, no Villanova yeah oh okay yeah. why Marquette uh do they are they, they good have, they have a nice guard and uh okay. my, I think his name's Marcus Howard mm. um yeah I like him um actually fun game first yeah. game against uh John Morant uh Murray State oh um, okay yeah that's that's gonna be a good one um but I think if they get past that I think they have a pretty good chance of making the final four okay mm. um and I have Duke winning it all yeah same it'll be funny when they don't <laughs> yeah like majority of the brackets out here are gonna just yeah. basically be destroyed so last year uh umbc beat virginia so a 16 seed beat a one seed and i had virginia winning the whole thing and i was so pissed when i woke because i went to bed i forgot they were uh, playing never bet on virginia yeah, well <laughs> i learned that so if uh, if duke somehow has a, I mean, they will. Then you have to watch all the Virginia games. On the- <laughs> I have some Virginia fan out there is like, they're not, they're not slow and boring. We uh, love when the basket doesn't actually go in the hoop. <laughs> Defense. I, I beg to differ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, so yeah. that's our March. That's March Madness in a in a nutshell. Go Notre Dame. <laughs> they're, they're, Colby College. I'm talking about the women's bracket. Yeah. They're, oh right. They they could be. They're good. defending national champs. Is uh, Arika still? Yeah, she's playing? a senior. She's the she's Notre Dame. Arika Agumbawale is yeah. Notre Dame's all time leading scorer. She passed Skylar Diggins on senior night. Damn. Yeah, that's gonna be and amazing. And it was like her birthday too. Oh, I know. That's she's the best. she's incredible. Um, Mike Trout, the best player in baseball, is now the highest paid player in baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, he signed a 10-year extension with the Angels, so he is now making $426.5 million over 12 years. And Whew. I can't even wrap my head around that kind of money. Well, no. But no, it's interesting because, you know, I, I was reading up on this and some people were saying now he clearly just doesn't care about September baseball. Like, he's just going to stay with the Angels, play with a mediocre team for the rest of his career. But also, like, he could, he just kind of gets to hang out in Southern California with a lot of guaranteed money and just... Do you think Bryce Harper is mad? Because Mike Trout now has a a deal significantly more than his. Bryce Harper had, like, his month in the spotlight (laughs) where he was the highest paid baseball player didn't even get to play a regular season game as the highest paid player in baseball and then Mike Trout signs this monster deal like out of nowhere no I think most people thought they were going to wait until his current contract was up uh and the Angels just extended him and gave him like like a hundred dollars hundred million dollars more than Bryce Harper got like I would be a little bit salty if I were Bryce this kind of takes the wind out of your sails I think that I would be a little bit salty too especially because he got hit by a pitch on the foot oh yes on his like one of his first appearances at spring training I saw that and I mean he's fine like the x-rays came back clean he didn't break his foot but for a second there it was like oh my god was it so he had a little bit of a rockier start than he wanted to after you know and philly had their we've talked about this their whole we got him campaign which is kind of what i want to know about the angels and mike trout where was their we got him campaign i'm curious how many instagram followers the angels have yeah check that i'm gonna check that out check that out because the browns when they got when they signed obj they they put out a tweet that was like we got him and so this seems to be a thing that teams are now doing. Okay. It doesn't even look like the Angels have posted anything on Instagram. Is it finalized? Involving yet? Mike Trout. I'm pretty sure the deal is... This happened on Tuesday, right? Uh, no, this happened Wednesday. What day is it today? To- well, no, today. Oh, sorry. It happened on Tuesday. It happened on Tuesday. It happened on Tuesday. Sorry. Okay. Well, they haven't posted. That's weird. That is really weird because... Why wouldn't you do that? I mean, well, maybe it's... I don't run their social... Uh... I think they're still finalizing it. Okay, maybe. Um, Like, I feel like maybe the final... Like, it's pretty much finalized, but, like, the be-all, end-all paperwork hasn't quite gone through yet. Um, But, yeah, I'll be interested to see what their rollout is and if this means they're going to... Like, are they going to now try to get other really good players? Are they going to try to build around him? Are we going to see the Angels 
actually be a do people care about the angels post-season? i'm not saying that i don't i'm just curious i've never met an angels fan no i don't think they i mean I've it's southern california An- anaheim so. there's like so, i haven't either well there's like so much to do there they have a bunch <laughs> of other sports teams they i mean if you're an, if you're an if you're like a southern california person i feel like you're a dodgers fan probably i really don't know like i just don't know so i mean good for mike trout it's interesting though because everyone was saying last year that he was that mlb didn't know how to market their stars and that he was super boring he re- the only thing i know about mike trout is that he loves the weather i really don't know anything does he even like the weather or yeah. is that like a thing that they no he like he loves the weather he like gets really mm-hmm. jazzed about snowstorms and like live streams them from well, his he car lives in southern california so that doesn't check out well, I mean, like anytime he sees one, it's a novelty, I guess. Well, that's true. That's I. I don't know. I good for him because he got a lot of money. But if I were Bryce Harper, I would be a salty, salty little I, salt shaker. <laughs> I re- I read something that Mike Trout could now. I think it, this was on SI on our very own website mm. that he could buy like eight different uh, hockey franchises. Oh my with, god! <laughs> with How the, with the amount of money that he has now? That's crazy. Yeah. So. For a sport that everyone says is, you know, dying, baseball seems to have a lot of money. Yeah. I don't buy it. Crazy. Baseball fans get really mad if you say you don't know what Mark Mike Mike Trout looks like, by the way. Really? I saw a lot of that on Twitter. Like I saw a lot of football people tweeting like, I don't even know what the hell Mike Trout looks like and a lot of oh. a lot of people saying like who watches these games? How do they have this money? And then a lot of like diehard baseball fans are like, if if you don't know what Mike Trout looks like, you're ignorant, and Whoa. that's just the dumbest thing you could say. And like, this is interesting because normally you have like NFL versus NBA wars. Yeah, you know, it people was like, being well, it like, was like baseball versus it's it's like baseball versus the world. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. They're just digging their heels in. I love baseball. I'm a huge baseball fan. Mike Trout. It's not that no one knows what he looks like. It's just that he just looks so generic yes he doesn't have any i could striking identifying feature right you know i couldn't describe him no in a way that would exactly. differentiate him from bryce harper except for bryce harper's hair for example well yeah like bryce harper has the big beard and the hair yeah and like, exactly he has a look like mike right. trout just looks like a dude he looks like a dude yeah if mike trout walked by me in the grocery store I would be like, no, that's a that's a big that's guy. A big man. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be like, there's Mike Trout. I mean, he just, maybe I would because I do know what he looks like, but I also am really terrible at recognizing he, famous people I, in public. Well, so. and I feel like maybe it's good because he can live in Southern California and not be. He can just have a normal life with all his money. Totally. And also, I mean, if if he were if this were the Yankees, if this were the Red Sox, like within a year, every all media would be bitching about how he's underperforming or how, you know, like he has one off day and everyone's down his throat. He doesn't have to deal with that in the Angels market as far as I mean, like maybe, but not to the same extent as, you know, well, us East Coast bias people. Yeah, like we're not going to stay up late enough to watch an Angels no. Padres game. No, we're not. No, we're I'm also going to bed. Exactly. We're also like people on the East Coast are miserable, and people on the West Coast are generally a little bit happier, mm. which checks out. Yeah, I'm a miserable human see, being. They get to see the sunlight. Um, we don't. Oh, Jess, there's a here's something we have to talk about. Um, the, there's a Monday Night Football update. Mm, our, what is that? Our, the broadcast that we are most invested in. ESPN president Jimmy Pitaro and the head of content Connor Shell flew to Denver to try to allegedly mm. reportedly to try to convince Peyton Manning to be in the Monday Night Football booth. I called it. You did. I could see this happening. I wonder if Peyton is Peyton into it. Like, what's the word on the street? Uh, the word on the street is that no one really knows. Like, I don't think there's been. I haven't seen anything that anyone's gotten to him or talked to him. I've seen a bunch of people speculating, like, why would this guy want to do this? Because you know he has probably he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to. He's I, he's probably pulling. Like, people like him. He's yeah. probably at, like an eighty percent of being well liked. Mm. And now he is. If he does this he's inevitably unless he's the next Romo I don't see how you can That's improve on your image R- Romo ruined it for all the former players because now you're gonna be compared to Romo instead of like Troy or I don't know anyone else and so you're just it's a tough it's a tough um what's the word I'm looking for precedent yes Romo set a tough precedent he did. for all the other former players getting into broadcasting it's like when you're older like when your sibling gets a perfect score on the SAT and you're like well, like 
I mean, I right. don't know. I'm an only child, but like, mm, I imagine okay. that's what it's like. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know. And my then your parents have <laughs> roasted. <laughs> and then your parents have to like pay and put you on a fake crew team to get oh, you to college. Right, yeah. It's like all, like everyone's parents do. Right. Well, I mean, the only reason I got into college was because I pretended to. I photoshopped my face onto a lacrosse yeah, player's No head. one talks about that. Breaking news. Uh, I also read last year Peyton mm-hmm. Manning turned down a Fox Sports and an ESPN broadcaster job. Yeah. So I mean, people. I've read some people saying he might want to run a team like Elway. Oh, I could see that. Right? Yeah. I feel like that makes. He's way just waiting more sense. for Jim Irsay to hand over the keys to Lucas Oil. One hundred percent. That makes sense. I could see him. And I don't then, know why I have never thought of that before. If yeah. You, yeah. If you get into broadcast or journalism, like you're not. There's like two. There's like circles of like yes influence, and like I feel like. Those two don't overlap. If no. you want to be an owner, you can't be on the media side because they're like, I feel like they don't mesh well. I agree. I think that they're, they're making hand movements right now that yeah, no one can see. But it's it's like a Venn diagram yes. hand movement. Here's here's what I think. I think there are different kinds of power and influence. I think that there's a power and influence where you are very front and center and you're very visible. And then I think there's the influence where you're the puppet master mm. and you're behind the scenes, but still visible enough that you get the satisfaction of knowing that everyone knows you're powerful, but you're probably more powerful because you're controlling the purse strings. Although then the media can expose that. So it, like it, it's constantly huh. tipping back and forth. Well, I hmm. see Peyton being more of a behind the scenes guy popping in for a nationwide commercial every mm, once in a while. Yeah. Right. You know? Mm. So interesting yeah i uh, still think we should get a woman in there but that's never gonna happen no. so uh today in in depressing things um hey did you hear that lebron got blocked by mario hazonia i did i made a i made a meme out of it did it you, was, what was it your were, meme i missed it it was game of thrones related oh so I uh understand. you wouldn't have okay. yeah but um the the meme was like LeBron on one knee, like looking like sad, mm-hmm. and then Mario Hazonia looked like he was like pointing at him and laughing. Oh, and it kind of reminded me of the last year's LeBron R J Smith meme, but J R Smith. <laughs> what did I say? J R Smith, Junior Smith, Junior Smith. Point like standing there, and LeBron's like, "What are you doing?" Pointing at the basket. Not not in that like the same. It's not the same type of meme, but it just the expression. It's just it was like a Renaissance painting. Honestly, it was beautiful. NBA photography is my favorite sports photography. Yeah, because there is so much emotion, and there are like. On the court, if you have 10 guys, they can all be doing something different and they're not wearing helmets so you can see their yes. faces and the emotion is just like raw. Um, but yeah, I mean, here here's my thing about this is like the Lakers suck, the Knicks suck. Mm-hmm. How do you ha- like these are the two best markets? Careful. Our podcast producer is a James Dolan fan. Oh, no, I'm just Brandon looks like you just slandered he's, his mother. He's mad at me now. No, no, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Just kidding. We're, we're not, we're uh, not, a, we're all James Dolan fans, right. not just Brandon. Right, all of us. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm like, come on. I mean, if you told someone 20 years ago that both the Knicks and the Lakers were going to miss the playoffs and then the greatest player was going to get blocked by a 24-year-old, yeah, they'd be like, oh, this is the darkest timeline. Yeah, I don't like as a New Yorker, I guess I'm a New Yorker technically. Yeah. Who lives in New York. <laughs> right. As New Yorkers Classic. do. Class they um, are one to do. I like don't really find much interest in the Knicks at this point in my life. No, me neither. And I think it would be super cool <laughs> to live in New York when the Knicks are good cuz yeah, that would I be agree. fun. That would be right. fun. It would be so exciting. I want to go to the garden. I do too. I want to I want to have like going to a Knicks game be a thing. I feel like since I moved to New York there hasn't been a single New York team that has exceeded expectations there other hasn't. than the Yankees Astros series, which was really fun. There yeah. were like there was like a week where I'd go to the bar, watch those games and it was like people were excited and there was kind of like this cool energy in the city. There has not been the Jets suck, the Giants suck, the Rangers are are bad. Mm-hmm. Every team in New York right now sucks, and it makes me a I, little sad. I agree. I think that a city is so much more fun to live in <laughs> when sports are good. Like, you know, Boston, by the end of my time living there, got claustrophobic and small, and everyone was <laughs> hanging out with people I went to preschool with, and I was like, I think I got to get out of here. Mm. But it was fun for the sports, you know? Yeah. And sports, I think- sports are fun, as we often say on this podcast. <laughs> Most um, viable podcast. 
Sports are fun. And like New York doesn't even have it doesn't obviously it doesn't have college football. Like all you have are these pro teams. Right. And then you have like David Gettleman uh oh my. saying that Eli isn't slow and overpaid or something and you're like, "Man, nothing's ever going to get better in this town." No, I know. It's like the own it it's all it all feels really bleak. We need to worship the Rat King, <laughs> and I think we need to make a sacrifice to the a Subway Rat to King. The Subway Rat King, and then we will finally have success in our New York sports team. Well, hey, we got Le'Veon. Yeah, that's in, true. Uh, Should we talk Jets about now? Le'Veon? Yeah, let's go into some NFL stuff. We have a NFL offseason lightning round because there's a lot of stuff that's happened. Um, we're just going to run through it really quickly. Um, first of all, Le'Veon. Jenny Vrentis at SI, who's a dear friend, wonderful writer, great person, great reporter, went and hung out with Le'Veon. <laughs> Glowing endorsement. Yeah, really, really high on Jenny. Mm-hmm. She hung out with Le'Veon, and he said, he explained to her why he left Pittsburgh. He explained to her how he, you know, after week one, he thought maybe he was going to go back. After week seven, he thought he was going to go back. After, you know, and then he just didn't go and back. And he just didn't go back. Right. Yeah. And how he didn't find Ben that inspiring of a leader and maybe and how that played into his decision to leave and apparently Sam Darnold led the charge to get Le'Veon to the Jets hmm. which to me is a little funny I don't know why I think mostly because everything involving Sam Darnold is a little funny I don't know funny. why I think Sam Darnold is I think he looks like a cartoon character yes maybe he looks that's like it. Johnny Drama oh wait no no, what, no that was uh, what is the guy the um I don't know who you're thinking of because you haven't hold on hold on Johnny cartoon character I'm Jimmy going, Neutron no oh but a little he does look a little bit Johnny Bravo uh, from the Cartoon Network do you remember Johnny Bravo oh my god Sam Darnold is Johnny has anyone said this yet Are I, you guys, I remember Johnny Bravo right do you I don't know oh, okay I remember this guy do you see him looking like Sam Darnold not oh, a little bit look at that hair I don't mm. hold on now I need to google Sam Darnold Charlotte I'm intrigued yeah maybe I don't know. Uh, no, he, he looks, he more looks like, like a bully from a '90s movie, a '90s sports yes, movie. Yes, that's, that's what, what he it looks is. like. He is like a really mean guy, and he like put gum in your girlfriend's hair. Yeah, and shoved you in a locker. And shoved you in a locker. But because he's tortured and has a bad relationship with his father. Yes, him and his father hate each other. Yeah, and then his dad's a coach. And then you walk in, you see him throwing basketballs at him, and it's Air Bud, and everyone's like, "Why is Sam Darnold?" <laughs> okay, in you Air lost Bud? me. <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking of. Uh, New York, though. Yeah. That's our guy now. <laughs> right. Sam Darnold is our guy. Anyway, so Le'Veon's going to be with him. As a Steelers fan, mm. what do you feel about this? I haven't read the story yet. I'm okay. sure it's great. I just need some time for my All heart right. to heal. Uh, okay. And other NFL lightning round news, Vontez Perfect. Got released by the Bengals. Signed with the Raiders. Now he's teammates with Antonio Brown, who he decapitated in the 2015 wildcard game in Cincinnati that famously he lost for the Bengals because he literally decapitated a Steelers player and then got like 17 penalties called on him in the last like two minutes and the Steelers won. So here's the thing. I was really all in on the 49ers being on hard knocks this year. And Why? Because you love Jimmy G? Yep. You're the only one who wanted them. Yep. Maybe. I That's fine. Like. I'll own it. Okay. I wanted them to wait for 2020 for the Raiders when they're moving to Las Vegas and mm. it would be the most highest degree of chaos. But now I'm worried that all these guys aren't going to be on the team next year. There's no way Vontez survives another exactly. Year so now I this. want I want hard knocks with A B Vontez and then just to see Derek Carr like fumble John around. Gruden. Yeah, yeah. John I don't know what happens to the Steelers now that v- Vontez isn't on the Bengals. Like, who's going to help the Steelers win games win, for them? Win games now because <laughs> one dirty player down. A, a loss for mankind. I'm so relieved that they don't have to play against him next year. I though, believe that it. guy. He was terrifying. How do you think they told him he was cut? Did, did they wear, like, they body armor? Like, they sent him, like, a scroll in the mail, <laughs> yeah. I think. They were like, hey, man, we're not going to be close to you when we tell you this It was news. probably one of those situations where they waited till like, a Friday and, like, made sure everyone was out of the facility. <laughs> and they, yeah, they got security. Like, when you fire someone, like, always fire people on Fridays. Because right. then you don't. Uh, another thing, Kyler Murray met with the Cardinals. Yeah. We all knew this was going to happen. I also heard that he's like salty that he's not playing baseball now that Mike Trout signed his contract. I don't know if that was speculation you, or not. Really? Like, I think it might have just been someone like saying, Kyle Where Murray wishes he played baseball. No, I don't remember. I was like yeah. in a fever dream right, all day right, yesterday. Right. right. Um, but yeah, and I was just like, 
lol this is this like back and forth football baseball thing is gonna be hilarious for the next 25 years i <laughs> i could not agree more i also the more i think about it like at the time when when everyone was speculating what he was gonna do i was like no i would totally go to the go to the nfl draft to try to be a quarterback and now that i'm seeing these deals i'm like no but you still have to be as good as mike trout to make the money that mike trout made yeah that's true <laughs> But you still, but I, I mean, I just like, I love baseball, so I'd want to just be a baseball easier, player. Yeah. Like. My, if I were, if I were a pro Someone's athlete, gonna I would be for a, saying that. 100%. It's just, you do less running and less like hard. Right. You got You run less. It's just There's like. There's no Oklahoma drills right. in baseball. <laughs> I also, if I were a professional athlete, I would want to be a really good hitter and an outfielder and just like chill in the outfield yeah. for, yeah. Anyway, that's my dream. Uh. Um, what else do we have? Joe uh, Thomas is skinny now. Have oh, you seen this? No. He retired from the Browns two years ago. Right. He was a big dude. Well, he was an offensive lineman. Right. Yeah. Uh, and now he's like skinny and people are freaking out because it's really? like, yeah. like his, In a good way or a bad way? No, in a like, good way because he's like in shape. Mm-hmm. I don't know the word for it, but I don't well, know. He's lean. He's he's leaned out. Right. It's crazy. Like that's um, the opposite of Sheryl Sandberg's book. Lean in. <laughs> when you're an NFL player, you lean. You lean out. Um, I just I can't imagine going from eating like four or five meals a day, you know, consuming like ten to twelve thousand calories, and then you quit football and you can just like eat when you're hungry. That must be really liberating. And you just lose so much weight. It yeah. blows my mind. Like sometimes I just wish I could like do that part. Like that part would be fun. The eating part. Yeah. Yeah. Same. And then the ability to just stop eating and, like, you lose all the weight. That would be crazy. That'd be... It it must feel strange. I mean, I remember when, like, guys would graduate who played football in college and I'd see them... Oh, yeah. I mean, after it's kind of... It's like, it's... You get shook. You're like, oh, my God. I was like, Connor? That's what your chin looks like? Shout out Connor. It's crazy. Connor looks great now. No one knows who I'm talking about. Real ones know. Okay. my friend. He played football Colby. This is a real person? Yeah. Okay. I hope he's listening. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm not going to say his last name, though, because sometimes when I do that, you don't, pe- yeah. people get mad at me. You don't have to say his last name. Yeah. Uh, Fitzmagic other- is on the Dolphins. Yeah. Where did he go to college? Uh, Yale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, what I I don't have many thoughts about this, except that he's like the ultimate journeyman who like occasionally has flashes of brilliance. Well, he's just rich as fuck for being pretty like average. Fine at football. Yeah. Those Harvard guys, they really know how to game the system. Kind of jealous about his career. Uh, Marty Bennett is not going to go play with Michael Bennett on the Pats. That's a thing I read. Uh, Oh, Bob Kraft. We got to talk about Bob Kraft real Mm. quick. He uh, is on the hot seat, but potentially less hot than the seat was before because uh, prosecutors offered him a plea deal to him and 24 other guys involved in the, you know, sex sex trafficking, hand job scandal. Uh, which was just all a gross thing that I wasn't really sure how to address. Um, But apparently the charges would be dropped according to the Palm Beach state attorney. But there's a catch, which is that he and the other men have to review the evidence and admit they would have been proved guilty at trial. I think that's called an Alford plea. Is it? Have you ever seen the staircase? No. It's a documentary about the Michael Peterson guy who uh, was accused of murdering his wife in North Carolina. They found her at the bottom of the staircase. Oh, God. And um, he went to jail for like 17 years or something and then was permitted a retrial and made an Alford plea, which is like they have enough evidence to convict you again, but you're admitting that um, you're not admitting guilt, but you're admitting that they could like find you guilty why that's what i don't because then he was sentenced to time served and didn't have to go back to jail so it's like i just i guess i legally this seems like the haha told you so (laughs) this is like the told you so of like i mean i'll be interested to see because then the prosecutors don't have to spend months or years on a case they can settle it basically before it goes to trial yeah and then they yeah. can, I'm sure like, I'm sure Robert Kraft isn't like the, you know, he was sentenced to like two misdemeanors. I'm sure there's like felony mm-hmm. arrests that they made in this case. So they want to focus on creating a case right. 
So they're like, we'll get this one over. That's one. what I think. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not that smart when it comes to these things. I but need to I've read... watched a lot of murder documentaries, yeah. and therefore I assume that I am a genius. I need to read Mike McCann on this. He he yeah. wrote something about it, and I haven't had a chance to there check that out yet. So we'll we'll do that. We'll circle back. It'll be funny if I was actually right. It would. It would be cool if you were right. That would be uh, impressive. I should get a degree in Netflix <laughs> if that's the case. Um, also, Clay Matthews is on the Rams now with a two-year deal. And Randall Cobb, I just saw this morning, is on the Cowboys for one year for five million bucks. So what's happening to the Packers? All I have to say is that Clay Matthews and his long, like, his long, flowing, blonde hair. Viking hair? I Well, okay. I was going to say it, it fits really well in Southern California, but now I'm like, maybe he should have been on the Vikings. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I think you're right. Like, he looks like a surfer dude. Yeah, he could have been in Lords of Dogtown. Mm, yeah. He he just looks like oh like I just got off my surfboard. So I'm gonna like sick, gonna like do the thing where I like shake my hair out. Oh yeah, and like, like oh, a little golden retriever. Going out to the beach today. Gonna put some <laughs> lemon in my hair. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the sun to come back. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's all the NFL stuff we have today. I think that's it. I think we did a really great job. We didn't talk about around. the players. Oh, Rory McIlroy. He's a winner again. Finally, for the first time in a while. Yeah. Uh, we're both big golf guys. Not many people know that, mm. but like we care about golf. We do. So I was happy to see Rory win. I think it's really fun when Rory's playing well. Uh, yeah, and now if he wins the Masters, he will have completed his career Grand Slam. Which rules. I'm going to be so upset if he doesn't, and he's not going to now. Mm, okay. I feel like there's no you way he wins it. him. Well, I'm reverse jinxing Okay, him. maybe you reverse jinxed him. I just thought it was cute that he won the players on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, he's like a little Northern oh, Irish, or Irish boy. <laughs> you know they should not really that give little. The, they should... <laughs> yeah. Actually, googled it the other day because I is he little? I said he was little, and someone, one of our coworkers, was like, "He's not that little," and I was like, "I think he's pretty little." Isn't and they he were little? like, "He's five nine. I feel like that's not super tall. I don't think that's tall, but I don't think it's little. Yeah, he's not little. Pretty much like extreme. He's also probably jacked. He is jacked. He always is lifting. Like, if you follow him on Instagram, I don't know if you do. I do. But he's always no. hitting the gym. Mm, that makes sense. And he gets criticized. Also, golfers are always well, like, oh, my core. So you have to have a really cool, oh, strong yeah. core to well, be good at golf. Cores are huge. This cores is... are huge. Yeah. Um, but anyways. Sorry. Anyway, Rory. One, I, you know, they should really give out the green. The, the jacket should be for the players when they play on St. Patrick's Day. A the, green jacket. The green jacket should be for any tournament on St. Patrick's Day weekend. I agree. Yeah. And the Masters Also, the Masters just... should be like a pink jacket. I was actually going to say that. Like a that Paisley. Like a too, Lily Pulitzer. Because it's like a, it's like the Paisley. waspiest. I like Paisley. Right? Yeah. Or it could just be like, what's, what is it in Happy Gilmore? Gold? Yeah, let's just make it gold, let's like Happy it, Gilmore. Let's just make it gold. Oh, man, I haven't watched that in a while. Mm. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited for the Masters. I want to go. That's a bucket list item. Yeah. I always say every year I'm like, I got to find a way to write about this or like go down there for work. I think I kind of just want to go for fun. Um, yeah, well, the thing about going for work is that you can't like, you have to, You'd have to write about it because you can't bring like cameras or phones into it. Right, and I don't know what more I could possibly say. I mean, I think it would be really fun. I think I would have a blast figuring out what to write about this. Pretty but. sure the PGA Championships in Long Island this May. So let's go. Yeah, I uh, let's go. Okay, cool. We're going to the PGA Championship. Um, all right. Should we? Uh, should we call my mom? Should we call Deb? Yeah, let's call Deb. All right. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Char. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Deb. Hi, Mama. How you doing? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Are you okay, Jess? I'm okay. I'm fabulous. <laughs> oh, better good. better now that I'm talking to you. Oh, thank you. How are you, Bunder, Charlotte? Sorry. <laughs> Bunder, there it is. Uh, good. Well, I'm good because every day that it gets a little bit lighter out, I feel a little oh, bit more alive. So true. Right? Oh, it's so like, do I. I stand in the sun and I think, Hallelujah. Seriously. Finally. After work Seriously. last week, Jess and I, we went outside and we just walked along the water and we sat on a bench oh. and we were like, oh, maybe we're not just inherently miserable people. Yeah. Maybe it was just no. freezing and dark all the time. Yeah. And it made us hate everything. <laughs> 
I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I've stopped. I still feel a little bit like a slug, but yeah, we're not. not we're really. not a hundred. We're not. It was funny because we sat outside on a bench and it was still like only 45 or 50 degrees oh and most. we were like it's still oh. it's so warm yeah <laughs> but we were both it's like in like, like over, overcoats yeah we were wearing down wool coats <laughs> <laughs> well i have to tell you i went outside yesterday and i went for a run and i thought i was not wearing very i mean first of all i could run because i wasn't gonna crash into a snowbank mm-hmm. or be right. splashed oh by some wheel and there I was running along thinking I'm not wearing anything. And of course, I was wearing gloves and a hat right. and a down jacket. Yep. So it you felt what? so good. Yeah. So I had, I had this real question because mm-hmm. it's either today or tomorrow. I don't know which one, but it's the first day of spring. Oh, whoa. Oh. I totally. Oh, yeah. March 21st. Is yeah. that the spring equinox? Yes. Is that what it's called? Oh, my so, God. I can't believe it's already. It's going to be spring. Wow. And I was wondering, and this is why I was wondering, oh, this is so strange. But so I woke up this morning and I looked at Instagram and I had this black Instagram. And I thought, okay, it's from this conservation organization in Maine, a black Instagram. You mean it was just And then like- there was the little, the little microphone in the corner, in the left-hand corner. Mm-hmm. So I hit that. And it was this video, this black video of coyotes howling and yipping and barking because it's mating season and they're barking and they're hooting. And I was wondering if you agreed with me (laughs) that spring was sports. Okay, Mm. you're um, you you lot the the train of thought there is impressive so do you mean that like because all the animals are having sex yeah is that what you're saying well because you know sports that's totally is, what you're saying, totally <laughs> what saying. Okay, okay okay then yeah we'll we'll give it to you yeah springtime in that case i was gonna say no I mean, springtime isn't sports it's just wonderful but if it's animals mating that's definitely sports that's definitely it's sports. definitely yeah. sports but it's also spring training yes okay and yeah. you get have a spring in your step Mm, wow and you spring mm. forward there you go yeah i <laughs> just realized go. that i got an email from i got like a spam email from the gym equinox that said celebrate the vernal equinox oh and i now it just oh, now i understand no. now you they're get... using that as a marketing technique ah got mm. it all it's oh all my god all the brands. branding even even spring is branding <laughs> it's true it is i had i ran out of coffee this morning so i had to go get one and um I was talking to the guy who gave me my coffee, and he was like, "What? oh, I said, can I get a large coffee? He said, no, we only have smalls. And then he was like, ha-ha, I'm kidding. And then we started joking about how there was definitely going to be- That's not a good joke. Right. I was like, well, first of all, can I have a <laughs> large coffee? Was trying to flirt with you? That's a terrible- I'm really upset. <laughs> yeah. He did, he did, like, he nothing, nothing is funny now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, basically, never mind. This story is really, really stupid, but I was just, we started, I was like, I'm sure there's going to be some store in Soho where they only serve tiny coffees, but if they make it look pretty enough, like it'll get a billion dollar funding because that's what everybody mm. does. And that's my oh, story. It's like Theranos, but coffee. Exactly. Huh. Exactly. I don't think so. I think coffee coffee is good in volume. Yeah, I agree. Don't tell that to the oh, Europeans. And then coffee is good in springtime because you can go outside and have an iced coffee and oh, sit so on true. the steps. And I drink iced coffee year-round. Yeah, you do. You're one of those. Year-round. Oh, you are? I don't care if it's 20 degrees or yeah. 100. That's very New England of you. Really? Yeah. Is that a new Yeah, that's a th- yeah it is. I yeah. was going to say it's very Chicago of you. But it's probably just very Chicago, <laughs> too. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for for that. Is it sports? You you never ever disappoint. You nailed it. Yep. Animals. Oh, I also sports. did see seven deer. Seven. Wow. Like yeah, seven. which says something about okay. what happens in the springtime. They're all trying to get laid. They're just out looking for sex. Yep. yep. All right. Love okay. you guys. Not, love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Deb. <laughs> Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. 
The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Most Valuable Podcast a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at valuable.robinhood.com. What are we canceling this week, Jess? Um, we're going to cancel the NCAA social media accounts. Oh, why? Uh, did you see the video that they tweeted? No. It was like a day in the life of a student athlete, and it was like a oh no a video of a guy, and it was like clearly an actor that they probably paid, ironically. Ugh. It's like an actor, and he's like, gets up, goes, like, works out, goes to class, like... <sighs> studies goes to bed like it's just like a are you kidding me very like simplistic like oh like i'm a student athlete like i everything's happy and fun and i get to play games thought that was a good idea i don't know but anyways like it has been roasted by Mm -hmm. every single person who has ever played a sport in college basically who is online like our pro our players oh like like pro athletes people like everyone like everyone is roasting it and they're like they're like man like I guess this is realistic because the guy didn't eat all day, like stuff like that. And like, oh my and God, people are just going after it. And it's like, dude, like, and like people are like, wow, like this actor probably got paid more than I did to play <laughs> basketball at North Carolina. Like, it's just people are just roasting this account. And I'm like, if you're the NCAA, number one, read the room at 100. If you if you work in social media in general, like the number one rule of working in social media, read the room, read the room and know where the pressure points are mm-hmm. and know when you are making something that hits every single one of them and don't do it. Yeah. You also maybe just shouldn't have a social media account. Like maybe the NCAA. Right. Like what is that's the, interesting. What is the purpose of your Twitter account other than to like post a statement that ESPN fucked up the women's bracket? Which <laughs> that's is, actually that's actually a really interesting point. Like why should the governing body that everyone is constantly mad at have a social media account? Right. At some point, it's just like the bad PR is going to outweigh the benefits of like and then you're just having a right. 30,000 followers or however many and then you're just you creating your own bad PR right exactly so all right so okay cool we're canceling NCAA they just like don't need social media like they're not you're not gonna win any favor from people by you're posting like, a commercial that is just right no glosses <laughs> over all of the struggles of being a student athlete no one's gonna see that and be like you know what it is good they don't pay the players right no one's gonna watch that and be like i like the ncaa for this this is good be like you know what this uh often pretty corrupt organization they just put out a spot i really enjoyed <laughs> jesus christ all right uh ASCII youth the ASCII youth this week is actually something i do know about so are you asking yourself no, I just, you put it there and I want to keep it there so that I can say that they're not every single thing that happens online am I oblivious to. Mm, like, okay. I, I saw this one. Just with, to explain it then. Well, okay, so there's this YouTuber, Shane Dawson, mm-hmm. who I didn't know existed before this, so, the, mm. you know, take that with a grain of youth salt. Um, but he, there, someone dug up an old podcast where he says that he had sex with his cat. Oh, I listened to it accidentally because the thing i was watching oh, the thing i was watching to explain who shane dawson was like what, an autoplay yeah and it it was him talking about having sex with his cat and it was the most foul thing i've ever heard and then everyone was like and he has already gotten trouble for saying really really disgusting things about kids so what? there's a pedophilia oh that. just wait there's a pedophilia aspect he has Ugh. done youtube videos in blackface this guy is a grade a moron creep idiot and he keeps apologizing for these things and now he's doing these like trying to do these actual like documentaries be careful the youtube stands are fierce for a guy who said a six-year-old was hot and did blackface and now tried to have sex with his cat anyway i'm not condoning those things i'm just saying you might get some hate mail that's fine because this is i just couldn't believe that this is a thing that, and he was like his whole statement was like oh you know like i have grown so much and this isn't who i am anymore and i was trying to use shock as humor and i'm just like i don't care if you were 19 i was 19 once and i didn't say i tried to have sex with my cat i've never said that once i've never had a cat but if i had one i would not have said that also right. uh he was like oh i was kidding and 
I'm like, well, yeah, okay. If you have to say it. Also, that's like, you not shouldn't a have joke. to say it. There's a difference between saying that's lying. <laughs> like you're either like a joke is a funny thing you say, like saying you're going to have sex with your cat and then not having sex with your cat is the weirdest lie. That how is that funny? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just like I'm so perplexed any, by this no, whole thing. No, like anything where there's like a animal involved or a child that's not funny. No. You're weird. Right. You shouldn't. Stop being a weirdo creep. Anyway. Yeah, I'm disturbed. That was that was this Ask a Youth explained by an almost old. Jess, this is the last podcast we do where I'm in my 20s. I feel like we didn't actually just explain anything. We just like talked for a few minutes about. Well, Shane Dawson. Because what happened was that he tweeted the tweet. What tweet? The tweet that started this whole thing. That was like. Okay, I maybe not- I don't actually know. <laughs> Well, what did he tweet? He tweeted like last week or Monday. It was like, I did not have sex with my cat. I did not. Oh, but I thought that was because someone found the old podcast. Yeah, it was. But we didn't actually explain that part. Oh, we just sorry. Talked about sorry, the old sorry, podcast. sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. Well, that's why it came up. Right. Because he had to apologize. The, the apology tweet is remarkable. It's it's truly um, Something. stunning. Yeah. Yeah. I, no words. Um, okay, the agro facts we have for you this week, I'm really excited about because, as Deb said, you know, it's springtime, uh, so we're it's growing season. Oh, what does that mean? Well, a growing season, Jess, I'm glad you asked, according to National Geographic, is the period of the year when crops and other plants grow successfully. Okay, this is... Uh... I feel like everyone knows that. That's that's yes, what happens well, in the springtime. Well, well, but the length of a growing season varies from place to place. Um, <laughs> this sounds like a kind of like a weird euphemism, and I don't like it. Yeah, it does. Also, I realize that the website I'm reading from is a curriculum for fifth graders. Oh. Uh, yeah. See, for example, the U.S. state of Alaska has an average growing season of only 105 days. Um. Yeah, okay, this is this is like a children's book. <laughs> bananas are a tropical herb that require a hot, humid growing season. Mm, uh, I'm eating a banana right now. Yeah, uh, yep. Well, you should know that it was grown in a hot and humid place. The tender shoots of tea shrubs must be picked by hand at harvest time. Okay, I this are agrofaxes. Well, thing, things grow at different liked, speeds and like, different times and different ways. I like the mushroom facts better. I know. That was our best one. I don't know how we're ever going to top that. We're not. Ugh. I'll keep looking. Okay. Every once in a while, well, you know, I, I took a flyer on Nat Geo's fifth grade <laughs> curriculum. Clearly didn't work. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, on that note, happy spring. Happy March Madness. Um, please continue to tell all your friends to listen to this podcast. And subscribe. And rate us. Yes. Five stars and leave a review. Uh, Producer Brandon, any uh, parting thoughts? Uh, No. Oh, great. Same here. Jess, take it away. Let's eat this wheat.